0: Yeah, yeah, working on two more. Um, I'm going to release before this June, before two years. Amazing. Um, I like to do things intentional and create a pattern where I see one.
1: Yeah, for sure. Can you uh, read off the titles? I see you have a stack of them there.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, there's some of them. Um, I have The Big Bad Wolf. This is a poetry book. Um, It's a lot about finding your voice. And, like, I think a lot of times our issue is we have a disassociation with words and their meanings so we take words like anger and aggression and we demonize them, we make them bad words Yeah. so then yeah. when we use them, we feel bad, you know what I mean, when yeah. other people use them we feel bad for them, you get what I'm saying so, um, it's the connotation, it's one of the places I would say we have to start in mental health it's awareness, it's just knowing how you feel Yeah. you know what I mean, to me happiness is awareness, it's, it's not me smiling or being joyful, it's I know how I feel today, you know what I yeah. mean, and it might be tired so i'm gonna lay down i'm gonna do something about it that's self-care i'm gonna take i'm gonna take care of it um i have one called the art of being still so this is all about spirituality this is essentially how basically we're we're on the move all the time we're always in a rush we're trying to get somewhere and a lot of times we don't even know where or why or what we're going to do when we get there yeah so this is how i got into meditation i realized in my life like man i'm i'm in a rush to be married or be rich or be this or be that and i started to learn the real power the real strength was restraint was stop not doing all that not going with the crowd not peer pressure you know it was actually not doing anything at all and that set me free it was one of the best things i had ever done so this is a guide essentially on I have mantras in here. I have spells, things that I use, like days when I'm overwhelmed. How do I get myself back to balance? You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: definitely. But
0: sometimes your balance is two. But we're trying to get to ten because we think that's where we should be. Yeah. And we doing more damage. That's great. Man. Um, I got Melanated Magic. It's black boy poems. It's poems speaking out to a lot of forgotten youth and arts that i feel like get misplaced and it's giving a lot of people the recognition but also telling everybody to be proud of who you are you know find goodness in who you are a lot of times i think we only focus on our flaws instead of looking for the beauty and what we have going on um love and lost (laughs) another poetry book Uh, This one is a lot of people don't really know what love is. To me, if you haven't had love and lost it, you don't really know what love is. If love hasn't broken your heart, because once we break our heart, like what grows from that, what opens from that is love. You know what I mean? And that sprouts the new version of who we are, a person who lives through love. And a lot of times I feel like we're in the world searching for it and we're bargaining for it and we're begging for it. But to look for something is you have to become it because then you'll attract it and look for you. What you're seeking for is seeking you. So everything I do is spiritual. Every way I see the world is spiritual. And honestly, it's art. So it helped me translate a lot of these books. I've been writing my whole life. I just decided, okay, now it's time to publish. I live my life very intentionally. So just because someone say jump, if I don't have a reason to jump, like I might not jump for 10 years. You know what I mean? But I'm, when I'm jumping, <laughs> you know I got a reason. Yeah. I'm going somewhere, you dig? And this is The Spiritual of pain. This was my first book. So this book is about my life. It talks about autism, because that's what started me in mental health. Just children know other children are different. <laughs> children can spot every way that you're different. They know you hold a pencil different. They know you talk different. You yeah, walk different. Right. Hey, why does this kid do this? They know. Shit. So I knew. And... It forced me to get into psychology, which is just the study of the mind, understanding how the mind works. Um, And from that route, it kind of opened my mind up, but it's hard to say it set me free in like a good connotation because it was a dark path. It was a dark road. It was a lot of loneliness. It was the three stages of loneliness. At first, you're the black sheep and you're isolated just because you're different. And then the second stage is usually anger. You put yourself in isolation because of how people treated you. And then the third is intention. You choose isolation because you know right now how I am. It might not be good for the world, so yeah. I'll just stay at home from the party because yeah. I don't need to rain on their parade because right. I've been raining all day.
2: Sure, and you knowing know what I mean. It's a battle, like because I think people are now conditioned to not want to take accountability for anything. So even if you say, "Hey," I got an attitude, I might not need to go to this party that's being accountable to, rather than the pressure of, no, let me be there and keep my commitment and show up or what they're gonna say, like w- both can come back and bite you, but being true to yourself will always get you further you know, like account, being accountable, you know what, I feel sure. like shit right now mm-hmm. and everybody at this party is gonna be feeling not like shit, <laughs> you know, yeah. know what I'm saying that I can yeah. go there and infect them with my shit, literally I've seen that happen where it was like, dude You came in and you swiped the whole energy out of the place, knowing then, well, you have something going on with you. And you Mm could have just stayed to yourself and got well and better and then come. Mm -hmm. So that's a challenge. It's it's, it's, it's commended to take accountability to be like, okay, wait, hold on. Something ain't right.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Let
2: me go. Let me go and.
0: And I and I feel like that discernment a lot of times comes with the awareness. Like once you start with the awareness, you start to build the discernment to realize a lot of times we are looking out for ourselves, but we're looking out for ourselves in the moment. You know what I mean? And sometimes we got to flip it and kind of and how I look at it is, okay. me in two years, are they going to look back and be proud of what I'm doing here today? And if they're not, I don't do it. You get what I'm saying? A lot of times we're thinking like, dang, would nine-year-old me approve of this? Nine-year-old, you don't understand these ethics. You know what I mean? They want to play with their toys. You got to look in the future. Like, okay, with a mature version of me, accept how I'm talking here today, how I'm acting, how I'm caring myself. And that's self-care too. That's loving every stage that we're going to step into, even sometimes before we step into it. That's that foresight.
1: So let me... Hit on a point that you um, yeah. spoke on um, a couple there, actually a lot. But um, one of the last ones that kind of resonated with me was uh, obviously with what I'm doing here with um, with this challenge and with mm-hmm. with the whole mission behind the Kombu Ocean. Um, which let me um, put that out there: the mission is to raise awareness for conditions and issues. And situations of mental health and to fight to eliminate the stigma so when you said awareness um, you know in a in a, in a, in a nutshell because that's a big thing um, and there's a lot of different ways and there's that's a relative term as well right. right so you know when you say awareness you know what's what's the best way that you can find and become aware um let's just say about uh, of individuals so if somebody's looking to be more aware of themselves
2: mm-hmm.
1: what uh I'll propose a question to both of you what um what is, what is your best best way to yeah,
0: do that i'll start and then i'll post it to you okay. um i would say first get grounded and there's lots of ways to get grounded the best way is going to nature barefoot but get grounded
1: yeah, like we it. have
0: yeah. to so what I'll explain, we have to come to a point of ego death. And what is, ego death is, is taking yourself out of all the equation, but at the same time, seeing how ev- you are in everything. You get what I'm saying? Okay. So once we become aware of that, that's when we get into that third state of intentional isolation. We have to step away from things. We have to step away from the ball game, And me and buddies go hang out and drink. And we got to remove ourselves from all those things. Because what we're going to find out is those things are still happening, even though we're not there. So we take away the obligation for us having to be there because that's who we think we are. All of these things. I'm the bowling guy. I'm the funny guy. I'm the the person that sleeps with everybody. We are all of these things. So we have to first take ourselves away from it. You know what I mean? A lot of times we're trying that's to... That's what
1: you mean by intentional isolation?
0: Yeah, intentional isolation. I remove myself. I don't answer my phone on those days. And and you might lose some friends. You know what I mean? That's that's awareness. Becoming awareness itself, it's a lot of goodbyes you're going to have to say. Yeah. Because you realize you're trauma-bound to a lot of people, or you're obligated to people.
1: It's powerful. Yeah, I like
0: so that. True. You see what I'm saying? Go ahead, sis.
2: Oh, no, I mean, I with everything. You know, oh, I should. It, but, no, it's agree with everything. I think that, um, I guess when you talk about awareness, when I think about me being aware of another person's mental illness, it did start with myself. It started with me um, understanding yeah. who I was because then it's like you're either mirroring something and if you're not mirroring what you're seeing in front, you're able to understand because you've done some growth, like you've done some healing in the area. So now you you got something you can um, empathize with the person. Yeah. So it's not like, okay, if I seen um, a guy walking down the street with no clothes on, I'm not gonna be like, oh damn, look at this dude. He crazy, like what's yeah. going on? I'm gonna know I'm already be able to associate. There's something going on here yeah. with this person. Sure. Now what's triggering it and what's motivating it I may not know right away, but I can, I've done enough growing that I can say, oh man, there's something going on upstairs with him. Mm -hmm. Right. So,
1: yeah, that's big. Um, yeah. And for me, um, you know, um, I, I definitely are on the same same paragraph there, uh, with you guys, as far as being more and more aware of myself and and then also the situation and outside world, but it is, I think it does start, uh, start with yourself and I like that intentional isolation. I'm going to use that word. I'm going to uh, oh, sure. s- steal that.
0: From and, and it's and it's because on a fundamental level, there's a lot of things it's hard to say to another person and them understand where you're coming from. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So when we're isolated, we can be 100% of ourselves because people don't understand just their presence changes how we say things, how we move. how It changes everything about us, mm-hmm. even if it's a fraction. We're different. So when I'm alone, I'm me. I'm as silly as I want to be. I wear yeah. what I want. I watch what I want. Yeah, I eat I what I want. I I, and I'm, I'm me. And you wouldn't notice <laughs> until a draft comes in. You know what I mean? Oh, and that's, and we need that. And in, in our growth, how I measure my growth is my reaction to these situations. Each of those stages of isolation, I reacted differently. Mm -hmm. At first, I took it personally. The second, I'm here for vendetta, revenge. The third, I was at peace. I'm like, okay, I chose this. You know what I mean? So when I enter things, um, a lot of what I would say awareness is for me is is principles. I have principles about how I live, what I feel I should do, what I feel I shouldn't do. So that's how I gauge and measure myself because sometimes we come to a slippery slope we can feel ourselves elevated and aggressive but i'm like i should be like this right now they're attacking me you know what i mean your second nature is calm down so that's our discernment it's going out and trying in life you know what i mean if you want to get the girl get the girl you want to take the trip take the trip you want to get in the bus and go around the country Mm -hmm. we got to make those moves because when we look back on our life we realize there was a lot of little pebbles in the road. We're like, nope, not walking. not walking down that street. Yeah, yeah. And it, and we wouldn't even have felt them. Well, you keep walking long enough. You for, you don't even think about stuff like that. You're sure. on this journey. So that is that awareness and seeing ourselves in it. And a lot of times the awareness is like we were saying is sitting out. I only talk my stuff through experience. Yeah. I can only talk to somebody and heal them if I've been through what you've been through. So my love for them and my awareness and my willingness for them to grow, if I don't know what you're talking about, I'm going to let you know in front. Like, yeah, and I will seem interested like, in you, yeah, think? Like, listen, but then I'll let you know, like, look, you're I'll teaching you, me something. Exactly.
2: New. And I'm <laughs> trying to help you as much as I can come through the most logical possible answer to the situation. But if I don't know something, I'm going to be quick.
0: Yeah, that's number one for knowing self for me is I don't know everything. Yeah, and what I've learned through spirituality and my mentors is the smartest people know nothing mm-hmm. so I'm always just I'm listening and I'm learning so that's being available all of these things are awareness listening learning being available sure. and that's why I say we need to slow down because we realize sometimes we just be making noise we think we talking and it sounds good and this should be a keynote speech but it's just a bunch of noise
1: yeah that's a good point because <laughs> you know uh you know the way things are moving and I see it top heavy um I, I say top top-down or top-heavy um, down because of the digital uh, marketing company and you know I, I've been in the, the digital space since 2014 off and on uh, sometimes you know more more than not or um, our know, time spent um, you know has not been full-time but it's been a gradual progression and I see this thing and it's you know it's um, we're, we're very it's a really good time in the world. It seems like it's chaos and it, it's a really chaotic world right now. But when you're on this side of awareness and what's this side of, of, being positive and, and happy, um, it's going to get probably more, it's going to get worse before it gets better for the world, I think. But I think we're coming, I think we're coming together quicker. And I see that through conversations and and learning, but the digital, Space, you know the '90s. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how old. Or if you're okay with sharing your age, I'm 46. How, yeah, 35. How you? 35. 41. You're 41. So, you know us as as that genre. You know the the '90s. We kids, grew up I say, technology. We were you know uh, graduated high school in the '90s, so I call us the '90s kids. We're the last decade to go through high high school without cell phones. You know mm-hmm. we had the pagers. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, what not to um, yeah. to get a hold of each other. So, yeah. But the world is, you know, with the social media and all this being connected, we wouldn't been able to do all of this uh, and reach to what, you know, reach the people that we want to reach and, and learn what we want to, you know, learn and grow as we do. So uh, it's a great time um, to be able to do this, but it's also dangerous. So to be still, like one of your books says, you know, to walk around in nature barefoot um, and to to uh, unplug and just um, mm-hmm. let all this stuff go and not be in a hurry because these things are training us um, to to be in a, a very fast space i mean mm-hmm. how quickly can you look at 10 yeah at 100 you pages have all the discussion. information even yeah. with the
2: um the shorts you know um before they got their seven seconds now some are even three mm-hmm. but before they got like that it was a minute plus Yeah, they volume, went from a minute so, yeah. to where oh you can do 45 seconds oh you can do 30 and then it short. was like 25 then 21 then 15 <laughs> and now it's down to 7 what does that mean so they say based on the number of years that you are that's how many minutes you should be able to focus on one thing before your attention span goes so okay. even with children children that are one give them a minute they can focus boom and they'll click into something else wow. so it's by age right yeah but now what they're training us to do is be able to click and f- and focus on multiple things rapidly right. which is why people have sleeping problems or speaking yes yeah, because it's not only the blue screen um there's there's a you you see when you're looking at the phone or your television or iPad or um even like here we are in the RV there's a digital thingy here um anything with this um anything that has those screens that has a screen on it it's a blue screen behind it mm-hmm. that keeps it's like daylight right the mm-hmm. sky is blue it keeps the mind operating as though it's ten like it's like it's time to be up and live right which right which is why when people lay down they're like oh i've got my phone you need to get the phone there the tv playing i can't go to sleep well because it's frequencies and waves going on that's yeah. how we operate and so yeah. the that's fact right. that you have these these machines still on and percolating, your brain, your mind can't rest. You can't fall off into. Well, I think that's yeah. great.
1: What's great about what you guys are doing with the, um, you know, going into the, the, the spot that you're at. If anybody's in Columbus, Ohio, and um, can can get free on a Sunday, uh, what time do you guys do that?
2: Well, and actually this Sunday, we're doing it at a different location. So this Sunday we're doing, um, it's, at, it's from 11 to 1, at the Milo um, art studio off of 862
0: East yeah, 2nd Avenue.
2: East 2nd Avenue. Yeah. yeah. Um, so
0: we switched the locations up cuz each location has its own or Yeah,
2: so we're always we're always changing it up. So I just want to make sure y'all following us. Um, but right now um, for the month of February it is a free event. For mm-hmm. the whole entire family to come out and join and it's a two hour event you just gotta show up <laughs> and that's one thing about mental health is that um, we all are dealing with some level of mental like health like when yeah. you think about dental health we all got teeth <laughs> yeah. we all got dental health and dental hygiene same with your mental health. We all have a way that we're supposed to be cleansing and retaining. Mm-hmm. Thank so. you. I,
1: I think I really appreciate you saying that, Wally, because um, you know it, it's, it's such a stigma, and that's why we're fighting so hard to eliminate the stigma. And it's 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 a hard thing to to um, admit that you have a, a diagnosis of a mental health disorder. Right. Um, I have a hard time saying illness, so I, I shy away from it. But um, it's an dis- disorder. It's a condition of, of our mental health, and you know when your life gets so disordered or, or wrecked because of something you can't deal with mentally then yeah you need to reach out get help get support um whatever works works um but um you know it, it's something that I, I truly believe that we all deal with everyone and it's a relative scale so it may not it's like a functioning alcoholic it may be you know it may be working for you to where you can have you know get you know a great family and job and career and everything seems fine but you're still having you know you're still dealing with something Everybody yeah. dealing with something yeah so
2: and, and it's and i think that it's the western culture i believe that makes us think that if you live a certain type of way you deal with nothing here and that's not true it's yeah. actually it's you you are just happen to just be a being being human means you got shit to deal with it's that simple. you have things that you have to deal with when it comes to but that's it's growth it's accountability to self because sometimes my mental health um, or I guess what you would classify as a diagnosis is not on the front of my face right right I don't always wear what's going on with me mentally exactly. out in front of the we're world.
1: All, we're all good actors at some, at yeah. some level.
2: And it's, I, I want to say, it's uh, part of it is, okay, I lived a part of my life acting, but I'm talking about in terms of managing, okay. mm-hmm. right? So okay. yeah. um, not necessarily acting as though it's nothing wrong, but managing whatever is going on. Sure. So yeah, I think got, that you when you talk about the scale, um that we all deal with something on some level the scale is heightened by what's happening on the inside of the temple so Mm -hmm. whether that's food related like we talked about people not getting rest people who don't get enough sleep cannot get up and function at 100 percent. right period and if you're not getting enough food or the right food you can't expect your body to be like okay well now let me go and do this hardcore ass stupid job that i don't like Mm -hmm. and force my body In captivity, you almost like holding your body prisoner. Like like, go do this now, even though I'm not gonna give you what you need to perform, but I'm expect you to perform. Yeah, right. And you know, it's the and then you got upbringing, you got what the perception, you got everything that shaped your mind, (laughs) (laughs) everything that shaped your mind up (laughs) until this point.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think hard hard line is is perception and. When our perception changes is typically when we experience something, when we learn about it, our perception about it changes. So that's the beginning of the program is how they program us to think about certain words and certain concepts. You get what I'm saying? So like you were saying, absolutely, everyone's dealing with something mentally because the the goal is not to be healed. That's that's not possible. Everyone will forever be healing. That's why you got to do the work. Because then when you love to do the work, you'll always know to do the work no matter which pitch you get in. You know what sure. I mean? Yeah. That's why the, when we get like the, the Gandhi's, <laughs> the Mother Teresa's, these are people who went through the most. And they went through so many holes. They're like, what, what's the worst that can happen? Exactly. <laughs> they don't worry about anything no more because the things that they thought would break them, here they are. You get what I mean? Perception
1: is a good thing. And this is a uh, leads me to a good segue of something I like to ask my guests here on on the Calm Blue Ocean podcast is... In, and it's a, it's a yes or no question, and we can dive into it a little bit after the fact, but um, I'm going to propose this question and, and uh, let both the answer. There's no right or wrong answer. Um, it's not a rhetorical question because it's your question. Uh, so think of a snow globe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you have a snow globe. It's your snow globe. Everything you got going on in your world and, and all that stuff uh, is your snow globe. Um, I'll ask Wally first. Can you see inside and outside of your snow globe at one spark of the moment in time?
2: One spark of a moment in time. An an
1: instant. Can you just boom, like that spark? Can you see inside and outside at the same time? Yes. Okay, you got yes.
0: I would say no. You said no? Okay.
1: Um, I say yes um, because... The reason why I say yes is because, you know, as I have worked through um, a um, personality of um, personality of, uh, or a, a diagnosis of or a mental health condition of um, bipolar uh, in, in situations that I've been in, um, getting into mental institutions, Hospitalization stays, been in jail many, many times for just not being able to control my emotions and this and that. And affecting and realizing effect that I've affected my family and, and uh, my parents to the um, to the nth degree. And I've been looking inside and outside of this of my snow globe, and I've been going back and forth and analyzing and thinking and, and, and wondering and all questioning over and over again well at that spark of the moment that very thin film of that snow globe that i have in my world really dissipates uh, so yes i feel like i can see inside and outside of that one very instant spark of the moment so that's kind of where i'm looking at it as far as a perception
0: i can um, see that well, what's going on <laughs> lighting in here for Stop. the show the van the yeah, yeah, <laughs> talking. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're
1: drain
2: the energy out of the uh i guess i would say i was saying yes only because like in a split second can i see myself outside holding what's happening on the inside yes i can Mm -hmm. in a split second i can see um i definitely can see that i I can see that um, so he said, in the you know, yeah. Why now you asking me to stand there for For
0: me? I don't. I say no because I I believe we can only focus on one thing at a time. Okay. And I think a lot of times we underestimate how powerful our brain is. And something's happening that we think is happening, but really something else is happening. Yeah. And I think of it like the concept: if someone asked you if you were looking in the mirror. And, are, and they asked you Are you looking at yourself and your reflection What would you say I don't know because to me, you're only looking at your reflection. We can't look at ourselves. So, so that's how we're designed. The
2: mirror? I mean, it, but that's just, a, the you're mirror.
0: looking at your reflection in the mirror. You're not looking at you in the mirror.
2: Right, but I'm saying you would still have, yeah, what you're saying, though. You talk about, like, outside of body. you saying I ain't looking at it with your eyes? Is that what you're
0: saying? No, I'm saying you're not seeing, you think you're seeing two things because you understand that you're looking into a mirror. But the only thing you're focused on is your reflection because we cannot see ourselves. So that will never be a possibility. Yeah. So you think you can see yourself because you're in the mirror, but that's just your reflection. That's true. Because if you touch you, you ain't touching you in the mirror. The mirror could be a little
1: bit, you know, uh, warped or cracked. Exactly. So
0: that's how I look at the snow globe in the point of when I think meditation, that the snow globe is designed is for you to focus on something because the universe is vast. So if you just look at the universe, you would never see a snow globe. You might see a star. You might see a planet. But it would take you to really, it would take supreme discipline for you to just focus your, and you know you can see vastly. Yeah. We can look, what, up to a mile or two? Mm-hmm. So to focus yeah. your eye, just, it's like when you look at a fly. Yeah. Everything yeah. else around that is a blur. You yeah. just see that fly, and you know things, you know a flower's there, so your mind can do a little flower. You know the sunset's there, so your mind is like, okay. It's like when we're dreaming. It's just a projection of what you think you know.
1: Sure, yeah, no, I like that. And. Yeah, you know, that's a question that I've uh, proposed myself and other people and it's just uh it's, it's it's perception and it's um you know that's what I think is is uh worth uh, discussing um more on a day-to-day basis is people's perception of whatever it may be because yeah we, we see different things from different sides and, and, and
0: it it taints mental health because we don't have enough context someone will give you one object and say here perception yeah. but perception has to be multiple options just like choices and options it has to be more than one it can't yeah, just be one is, that's not a choice yeah, or an right, option
2: which is sad because they started with May, like big time diagnosing people that had dealt dealt with all these different things. Yeah. So even though they can have all the same diagnosis, they all got different problems at home that that trigger whatever the right. di- the main diagnosis is. So absolutely.
0: And it works for it, so they can't fully demonize it. This is why now they're just prescribing medicine to suppress it, and they're not really saying let's get rid of mental health. They're saying, like, let's let's deal with it, but in a way, like, all right, I'm just going to give you this placebo and take care of it. And it's because it lives within our society. We talked about this on our show. Most CEOs are sociopaths and psychopaths. They don't want to admit these kind of things, but it's true. Most doctors and stuff have ADHD. It's true. Look at how they function. Look at the type of job that they will have.
1: Minds, if you think about a history of all these big... Things that have happened from electricity that seems to be going out <laughs> right now.